Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to One Patriot Place here on WBLZ Sports, as well as the FullPressCoverage.com website. You're on the air with Stephen Murph. It's Friday morning. The sun is just coming over the horizon. Yes, the sun is actually shining today for a change. So, you know, things are looking up, and we're going to do a quick preview of the Patriots-Jets games. We're going to do our keys to the game, as well as we're going to give a prediction on how this one turns out. And if you haven't checked out Murph's monster keys yet. They were posted just uh, probably about 20 minutes ago on, on social media. You can check those out as well as my own, who has the razor's edge on uh, Twitter from patsfans.com. And I, I think that for the majority of our keys this morning, after reading Murph's, I think we're pretty much in lockstep of how we think this one needs to go. If the Patriots are going to win. So before we go any further, the big green man awaits. Hey, how you doing this morning, my friend? I know this is early for you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on the edge, edge man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Need to mute oh, that computer. <laughs> yep, I just did. Uh, yep, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, I was doing those whoa. good drugs again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the 80s all over. Yeah. I thought I, I or, stepped back. Or Tuesday. Te- yeah, I thought I stepped back in a time in uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Steve and I were just talking off air about that movie. I haven't seen it yet. And, and Steve describes a movie in a way <laughs> that, you know, just puts to shame any the, the trailer guys that are out there and just makes you want to go and see it. I have not seen this movie. I am a huge Tarantino fan, but I'm not paying 50 bucks to go see yeah. movies. And that's what it, you know, generally costs to go to a movie nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, for, if, if, you, if three of you are going, it's, it's a $50 a night. Easy. That's it not is counting man. anything eating or drinking. So, yep. And that's more important, more expensive than walking in the door. You know, but it's 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 coat weather. It's it's the kind of weather where you can sneak your Reese's peanut butter cup. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe. remember can of cocktails. Remember those cans of cocktails that they used to sell? I don't know if they still sell them or not. And I just walk in, grab my freaking scotch and walk the hell out. Actually, (laughs) most of it gets delivered nowadays since I have a daughter that's 22 years old. Hey, go go get daddy a bottle. Um. (laughs) But no, my wife used to used to, you know, buy the freaking the the can cans of cocktails and bring them. In. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when I was younger, like back when I was in school, you know this this time of year, you'd wear the heavy jacket and yep, you know, you'd have like six beers in the pockets, yep. and then during the show, you'd be like, <clears throat> in a coffin, you open one up, yep. <laughs> 
Excuse me. <laughs> oh, there goes that another six pack. There's a tall boy. Yeah, there right you there. go. That's it. But this is a this is a football show. Yeah, my my keys are out, and and I have not read the Razor's Edge stuff yet. Uh, it came out about ten guys. minutes before yours did. So. Oh, all right. <laughs> All right, and and we are. We're probably on the same page the way we usually are. It's more fun when we're not, and we sit there and go back and forth. But this is cool, too, because we both, you know, tend to think that we're right. <laughs> well, Steve says so, then, and I said, yeah, okay, we're we're probably on the uh, on the right path here. But, no, um, didn't we just do this? Didn't, yeah. didn't we just do this? You know, I mean, there needs to be more time in between beatdowns, and, and I can't believe – the um well no i can because it's the jets fan base the the attitude out of new york new jersey and you know wherever they they might be hiding jets fans nowadays uh it wasn't at the meadowlands last week <laughs> that's for damn sure uh it was filled with with cowboys fans um but i it's just they 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 upset a, a beat up cowboys team uh and it was an upset. They were hanging on for dear life at the end of that game, and now all of a sudden, they're, they're headed to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Is that what is that what you're getting out there, Steve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it was funny because, you know, uh, they they lost Sam Darnold after Week One, and then they lost Trevor Simeon the first quarter of Week Two, mm-hmm. and they had Luke Falk in there for like three weeks, and so they're zero and four. He made my prize last, last week. Night. You know. People, uh, the the New York media is calling for Adam Gase's head, and you know, mm-hmm. four games into his uh, coaching career with the Jets, they're saying he should be fired, and 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 now they're talking about going on a deep run. Manish, uh, <laughs> Manwich, Manwich Meta, yeah. and I'm like, who loved the hire, and then yeah, who loved the hire, and then hated it, and and now loves it again. I mean, Jesus Christ, man! It's like I mean, he, he has more high personalities than Sybil. So <laughs> brilliant. But um, no, it's like yeah, boy, you talk about I mean, reversing the the feelings of a fan base overnight. That and granted, I, I mean, I, I give him all the the credit in the world, Sam Darnold played great on Sunday, you know, and uh, judging from what they had to look at for the first month of the season, I mean, it had to seem like, you know, Joe Montana was back there after watching Luke Falk struggle for three weeks, who, who, by the way, they cut as soon as Donald was activated. So, Like I said, you know, he's making my fries last night on the way home. Oh, my. Stopped at five guys, and there he was. (laughs) You know. So you know, hey, it, it happens, and now the they're they're fired up, and they're they're supposed to be getting some people back. Um, yep. CJ Mosley said he's going to play on Monday, but he did not practice yesterday, so I don't know. But he, he's saying he's going to play. I uh, I don't know. It, I I guess they'll have to give it a game time decision. But if I'm Adam Gase, this is where I step in and say, you know, if he's not hundred percent or really, mm-hmm. really close to it. I'd tell him to sit again, because the last thing you want is the guy that you just paid all that money to, you know, he plays half the game in week one and then he gets hurt. And then you rush him back to face the Patriots. And then he rehearts himself in this game. Yep. And then what? And then he's out another five weeks. 
you yep. know, five, another five, six weeks. Right. So that's like, you know, and, but, and I, mean, I get it. I mean, he's a competitor. He wants to play and sure. I get that, but that sometimes that's where the coach has to step in and say, Nope. You know, but we'll nope. see. He might be yeah. he might be healthy. Like you said, if you were Adam Gase, Adam Gase isn't as smart as you. <laughs> <laughs> He's the quarterback he's whisperer. Oh God. But according to Manish now, he's not. It's no. Sam Darnold is the coach whisperer. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> is is that what is that what man what you're saying? Yes, he said oh, that on, I think he said it on Tuesday that Darnold is the coach whisperer. I don't know. It, it's just too painful to read him. Just oh, he's he's awful. He's just awful, you know. But there's there you're, there's getting to be so few choices out there with everybody hiding behind a paywall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, like I said, um, you know, and uh, if if, uh, if the Jets, you know, pull off another upset on Monday night, and then you know, Manish will be beside himself, and that's it. And, you know, the AFC East is now in the Jets, you know, realm and. Oh, and God. if they lose, of course, then he'll be like dumping on Donald. He'll be dumping on Gase, and it, it yep. never ends. So, and 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 they they are going to lose. Um, it, it, it's it's Tom Brady would have to have an epic meltdown. Um, Bill Belichick would have to you know get a brain injury on the way to the stadium to for for the Jets to have even a, a shot in hell. I, I I just I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening. Um, this team has has shut down Le'Veon Bell so many times. There's the the, the cornerbacks and the D-backs in, on this team are without a doubt that from top to bottom, no matter who the Rams trade for, the best in the fucking league. And and I, I don't see where he's going to go with the ball. I don't I don't see what's going to happen on Sunday that uh, I mean on Monday night that is going to shift the um, the 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 mantle of power in the AFC East. It, it's still Brady. It's still Belichick. And, you know, quite frankly, whoever the hell they're running out there, uh, they've, they've beaten better with less than they have right now, even though for the most part, Tom is throwing to two undrafted free agents and in a seventh round draft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Seventh rounder and uh, two undrafted guys. I mean, according to um, according to many of the powers that be, I guess in the NFL media, I mean Edelman's not even a top twenty-five receiver, <laughs> right? Wow. Well, yep. That's it. That's it. Top twenty-five. But he's not even let's... top twenty-five. Are you kidding me? I mean, <sighs> God, it's it's. Never mind. Let's just let it go. I'm trying to enjoy <laughs> my coffee and my time with you, and I'm getting Ajita. You know, uh, and uh, hey. you know, I was I, before we get into the keys. I, you know, I watched the game last night, and and then it, it was kind of a horrific looking injury at first for um, yeah Patrick Mahomes. When I saw them, I mean, you could actually see it on TV when they popped his knee back into place. Yep, and and for somebody who, and like yourself, who has mm-hmm. knee problems, boy, yep. I was feeling his pain at that point because it's like, oh man, you know, as as oh. you well know, knee pain is is not fun, and mm-hmm. uh, I think only back pain, which we both have that as well, 
yeah. you know, will rival that. But I mean, I, I fell for him last night because that is, I don't wish that on anybody. I'm not a Chiefs fan, you know, but you don't want to see anybody get hurt no, like that. Of course not. And it, and it was, was, no, and it was good to see him actually be able, limping, but he walked off under his own power. So hopefully it's not a serious thing. But I was taken back by, you know, it's like some of the dolts and dweebs in the, in the, the media who turned Mahomes getting hurt into an anti-Patriots diatribe, oh, you know, God. it's like. What is wrong with these people? You know, and I mean, these are media guys. Oh, it's like, oh, oh, the Patriots get another buy into the AFC. And I'm like, hey, the guy isn't even off the field yet. Right. And here you are turning it into something anti New England. You know, shut the hell up. It's like, what's wrong with you? You know, they're, they're, they're twisted. They're, they're, they're sick in the mind. They're sick in the head, Steve. It's, it's ridiculous. Guys lying on the freaking turf, and and you're t- oh, and the, well. Yeah. Another another great break for for the Patriots. What did what did Bill Belichick do to to cause this to happen? You know, I, I I'm pretty sure I saw him throw a warm Gatorade down there on the field, and that's why he was he was sneaking at that point. What what the hell? You know? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what the hell's wrong with people? It's like, you know, there's a guy on the turf, and the first thing you can think of, oh, mm-hmm. let's turn this into something negative about New England. That's I mean, it, man. And another free ride for the Patriots, too. The Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I just I was yelling at the TV and my phone because I, I was wanting to see if, because there's always, uh, there's a couple of doctors that are always monitoring these games, and they... Mm-hmm. They give their two cents, and you know, I wanted to see what they were having to say. And then my timeline's being filled up with these idiots, and I'm like, "Shut up! Have some fucking common decency Respect. for a change, right? Just a you little, know? just a just a smidge." I mean, the know? guy's still laying on the ground, and you're turning it into something negative about a team that isn't even there, right? But enough of that. Let's talk about the Jets. <laughs> All right, the 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 one in five Jets that are headed towards the uh, the Super one Bowl, four. one and four. Sorry, <laughs> they had a bye. You know, they jumped ahead a little bit to Tuesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, my keys to to this week are are a little simple, and you know, I it, the right off the top of the bat is is keep Tommy clean, keep him upright, get him out of there healthy. Uh, you know, teams that are that are desperate, that are looking to make a name for themselves. You know, a defense that is is trying to you know shake off the the stigma of of not being very good. Uh, tend to get a little cheap shoddy, and um, I, I, you can't put that past you know any 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 guy who wears gangrene. Uh, but no, that's my first key to the game is to keep Tom upright. I saw that one hippopotamus. <laughs> All I'm asking for is three seconds here, people. Yeah. Well, when I first read it, I was like, I, I I misread it, and I was like, eight seconds? And I was like, he wants eight seconds? And then I was like, wait a minute, that's a three. Never mind. That's a three. <laughs> oh, that's a three. Yeah. Not asking, I'm not asking for eight seconds, people. Just three. Yeah. 
three. I, I had to take a second look at that. I'm like, oh, okay, he's asking for three. Okay, we can live with that. Mm. Yeah, because eight seconds early. would be a bit much, even for Tom. Yeah. <laughs> if you're holding if on to the had, ball for eight seconds, it's, it's then you know. Bad things are going to happen. Yeah, That's bad a, things are going to happen. <laughs> no, I agree with that. And, you know, that ties into my second key, which, you know, I, I thought that, um, well, I'll get into that in a minute. My first one was the defense has to set the tone again. I think, you know, um, the defense has been lights out this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've had such great sticky coverage on everybody. And, you know, uh, Stefan Gilmore has, has done a great job in the past against Robbie Anderson in the first meeting. Granted, we're talking about Luke Falk back there, but he had three catches for 11 yards. And that's, I mean, that's the kind of frustration level he's had against the Patriots in the past. And I think that that has to, you know, carry on. And a, a big key for me in that with the defense setting the tone is the Jets left tackle. Kel- Kelvin Beecham is going to be out this week. And okay. Brandon Shell is getting his first NFL start at left tackle. So I think that's an area the Patriots, I think, are going to test him pretty early. Yeah. See if he's up for the go. task, you know, and I think, you know, you'll see guys like, Van Noy, Jamie Collins, whatever. I think they're going to, you know, see if he's up up for the the task on Monday night. And I'm sure the Jets will probably give him some help on that side. But at the same yep. time, that's an area where I'm going to be looking at as well as that coverage. That's a great that's a great pull, Steve. That's a great point. Yeah, you're going to have to go after that that spot right there and beat them into submission early. Uh, you know that. You know, setting the tone in that manner is really good, and that leads into into my second key, which was um, get up early and control the tempo of this game. Uh, actually, that's my third key. Mind uh, the gold. We'll, we'll, yep, mind the gold <laughs> is my second key. All right. Uh, the the Pats ran the ball 27 times the last time they went out, and they didn't have a lot of success. The problem with it was where the runs were going, and there were too many stretch runs to the outside. And the the game was really predictable. No matter who they had in there, uh, you were telling, you know, just you know, letting everybody know what was going to happen. Mix it up a little bit, man. Let let uh, James White run the ball up the gut a few times, and then get into space. Then get him out into space, and see what he can do. Uh, let Sony um, let Sony catch, you know, just a pass or two, three or four. You know, it's not, you know, he, he can do it, you know, sacrifice it down once in a while just to keep uh, the Jets' defense honest. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, they, uh, under, you know, Greg Williams, they like to blitz a lot. And, you know, the, if if that running game's going, then, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it, it takes away that option more often than not because then you're in – you're in much more manageable situations, you know, second and third down, it's much more manageable. Whereas, you know, if, if you're third and two, as opposed to third and eight, he's much less likely to try to dial it up because, you know, then you hit your, your hot route and you have an easy first down. So, but uh, my second key is getting Julian Edelman and the running backs into the passing game quickly in this one. I think, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at the Jets, I, they have a really good front seven. I yep. think they have a pair of excellent safeties. 
but where they're weak is cornerback. And I think that, you know, you look at Darrell Roberts, um, you know, Trumaine Johnson, they haven't been great. And I, I think, you know, Edelman against um, Poole is, is a mismatch. I, I really do. And in no. that first matchup, Edelman got hurt about midway in the second quarter. And he already had like seven catches for 62. Yeah, he was on his way to another huge day against the Jets. Yep. And I just don't think, you know, Poole is up to the task. Now, if Mosley's back, maybe they'll, you know, keep Mosley in there to kind of help. But I think that's a key. And uh, I think especially with James White missed the first meeting because his son was born. So yeah. he'll be playing in this one. And then I think, you know, with Rex Burkhead supposed to be back. Now you, you bring in that pony backfield with the two um, running backs. I think you can motion a lot out of that. You can keep the Jets guessing where the ball's going. Right. You know they can they can run it some, they can pass it some, and I think that will go a long way because then you're forcing those linebackers into coverage, right. and I, I think that's and a big key for them. I I agree. And now with with a set of tight ends that that we can use, uh, you get into twenty one and twenty two personnel. And then split people out, and then that's that's yeah no that's that's a fantastic that's a fantastic pull, and you were right the the Patriots even with the beatdown that they put on, uh, they they were shorthanded they were shorthanded on the offensive side of the ball, with guys out you know, doing what guys do nowadays and, and <laughs> you know being there for the birth of their children God that's just terrible I channel my inner Felger there I'm I'm not being serious people. <sighs> All right, my, my, my next key is to get up early and control the tempo. Um, I, I'd like to see the, the, the Patriots not defer, take the ball early, and um, force the Jets to chase them. Um, contrary to every what you know, everybody in New York thinks, this is not a good offense, people. It's not. Uh, it, it's not set up to go downfield and put up points real quick. And um, if the Pats can get up a score – maybe two in the first quarter and, and make this team one dimensional, make them chase, uh, chase the scoreboard all afternoon, all evening. Uh, then that just plays into the Patriots hands. Get up early, control the tempo. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I mean, uh, they you know, you saw last week, they got up, uh, big early in the game and then it made it much easier for their offense because they weren't in chase mode. Right. I don't think they're set up to be, you know, a team that has to to sling it to win. They they have to stay balanced. I think even though Le'Veon Bell didn't run the ball exceptionally well last week against Dallas, I mean, I yeah, thought seventeen he, touches. Yeah, he, he only touched the ball seventeen times. Right, and he, I mean, he, I think he only averaged like three point six yards a carry last week. But the yep. fact that he was back there and they had the lead. Dallas had to respect the run. Yep. And, you know, that was one of the things that I took away, you know, with Sam Darnold back there, you know, on first downs, they actually threw almost twice as much as they ran. We're watching Did the they tape. Really? They, they threw right. on first down 17 times and they only ran the ball nine times on first down. So Jeez. they made it a point that they were going against the grain of, you know, what they had mm-hmm. shown on tape, obviously with Falcon there. Yeah. So, and they were very. That's where most of uh, Donald's um, passing yards came from. Yeah. He was 
Yeah. He was 13 of 15 on first down with 202 yards and a touchdown. That's a good pull, man. That's that's a great stat. That's that's a great get right there. It, it's something that um that I did not notice, and and that's why I'm I'm the eye candy of this couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they used play action six times on first down, so okay. that's how that's how they were getting that you know that little bit of separation for their wide receivers. That's that's something the Patriots. I'm sure they noticed in watching the film. You know, oh, that sure. they, they were they were going against, you know, their tendencies, how they had looked at first month and they they were throwing the ball a lot more. They were using play action on first down. That's something they'll have to, you know, account for. So and I'm, you know, Bill Belichick smarter than the two of us. So I'm sure that <laughs> that uh, <laughs> put together. Yeah, that they they watched that tape, too. And, and you know, and it was I mean, you, you look at. You know, the damage they did on first down, I believe that 92-yard touchdown and Robbie Anderson was on first down as well. You know, they had just turned the ball over. The the Cowboys got stopped on downs at the eight. And then they hit that big play. And uh, next thing you know, that that score flipped quick, didn't it? You know? Yeah. Looked like Dallas was going to go in and score a touchdown and then the Jets scored going the other way. Going the other way, man. That That was a huge flip of momentum. It really was. It really is. When you, when you're taking points off the board of somebody else and putting them straight up, that really puts another team on their heels, and uh, and gets you know uh, lesser sideline people wearing uh, headgear, um, you know headphones, uh, a little a little more on edge, a little more on edge. They're they're thinking a little bit more. That was that was yeah. That was a big turning point. Um, my next stuff is is basically the uh, the every week stuff. Limit the laundry. Yep. Um, force them to settle. You know they can't win if they're they're just scoring field goals. Uh, you know the turnover battle and uh, and Always. third down. What what do you think about third down this week? How important is third down? Oh, I think it's important every week. I mean, you, you know the Patriots have been great defensively on third down this mm-hmm. year. And I mean, if, if you're stopping the other team on third down, then, you know, they're going three and out and, you know, you're getting the football back and that wears down their defense. So I think it's huge. Um, You know, and uh, my last key was the same as your second one, which is get the running game going. I I think, and I, I wrote almost the same thing you did. Those outside zone runs aren't working. No, they need to start running not. more, you know, between the tackles inside, you know, get Sony going. I mean, that, you know, when they did it at the second half against Washington, we saw it at the end of the game against the, the Giants. When they run the ball between the tackles, they seem to have a lot That's more uh, success. And I think, you know, with this kid Tomlinson, if he plays this week, it should help the blocking a little bit, you know, on the. Uh, on the offensive line because that's been a right area of weakness one. It is. The kid is another uh another offensive tackle. This is what he's brought in for. I wish it was done, you know, earlier. It it was it was a a piece that that was sorely missing to this to this offense. I said um when Gronk retired that you you can't replace him with one person. You have to Frankenstein this. And um, they they finally, I think, got the piece to allow them to do that. If he can get on page and learn what he's supposed to do, um, then it's going to be a much better afternoon 
in that in that vein. Uh, but no, we're we're both right there. Get up between the tackles because that's where the things are working. It, it's these stretch plays. It, it's just not working this year. It's just not happening. You don't have the offensive line to do it. No, and and uh, you know even the guys in the interior that, that last year were dominating. You know they they're not doing that this year. You know guys like no. Tooney and Shaq Mason. They're they're not having the year that they did last year. So um, no. you know I think you, you have to scheme things up. You have to take the pressure off the, uh, you know, the passing game. And if you, you get in those second and third and manageable three and four yards, then it opens up play action so much for this offense. It and does. That's, that's huge. And it also it also really helps the, the third down conversion rate. You know, too often the Pats have been in, in third and six, third and eight, third and nine, and had, you know, and, and just not, I don't think I've seen a draw play run on third and nine all year, um, it, you know, or third and long all year. It's it's Tom slinging the ball because he he's they they're not confident in this line. I think this these moves will really help that, and and if they do what we're talking about, it'll make things a lot easier. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, when I look at this Jets defense, I mean, again, I think their front seven is good. You know, especially if Mosley does play, I think Mosley he he definitely, you know, right. makes them talent. a much better team. And like Mosley's I said, yeah, I I really like their safeties. I even though I think Adams is kind of a hemorrhoid, um, <laughs> but he's an outstanding player. There's don't get yeah. me wrong there. I think he's an outstanding player. But you know, I look at their cornerbacks, and I'm just I mean, there's a reason the Jets are giving up 262 yards a game through the air. Right. And that's the corners. And, uh, you know, they try to limit that by their blitzes. But, it, it, you know, again, if you're in more manageable territory, that limits how much they can do that. And, you know, we saw that with Dallas last week. They started getting – Dallas started getting in more third and longs, and then they were dialing it up. And, you know, their their offensive line was beat up. They had guys missing last week. And the Jets right. took advantage of it, and they were hammering Dak Prescott all game long. They really did. Um, that that wasn't a uh, a fun evening for Dak. No, nope. uh, it definitely is not going to earn him the money that he is demanding. Um, <laughs> but no, the Patriots have have got to do a better job this week than than of course Dallas did last week. My my last key is uh, don't a- underestimate the other guy's greed. Um, you know, the, the Patriots always do a great job in taking away, um, an, an opponent's top weapon. Uh, and then you see, you, everybody sits there and looking at the team. Who the hell is that? Who just, who just burned, who just burned who for, you know, 45 yards there? Who was, who was, who, how did that, t- who, who is somebody get me a, a depth chart? Cause I never heard this guy before. Um, the Pats will have, you know, they'll have a plan for Bell. They'll have a plan for Roby Anderson. Um, but it's the guys like Jamison Crowder and Ty Montgomery. You know, it, it's, it's you know, look out for Honey Nut Berrios. Um, Chris Herndon is is coming back. Right. I don't know if he'll play, um, but if I'm he does. I'm not sure if he's going to play. If he does, that's somebody else to worry about. And I'm sure. And, yeah, he's you know, a guy that can stretch the seams, too. Yep. You know? He really can. That's why he was brought in here. And, and, you know, everybody wants to have their own little gronk. And, and I'm not, you know, not comparing him. But, you know, yeah, let's compare him. Um, 
he's somebody that that can move the chains and and like you said bust up the seam and and that's something that you have to think about the the patriots defense has to be disciplined and take care of their own job and not go freelance when they they see an opportunity to maybe you know make a big splash uh sack or uh, a big splash stay in front of your man drag them to the ground if they make if they uh if they do happen to make a reception, get them to the turf. Don't let them move the chains that way with the guys that you're not thinking about because those guys are greedy. They want their time on air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when you, you're looking at it, I mean, the Jets are going to probably approach this the same way the Patriots defense. They want to force the Patriots linebackers into coverage because they oh. don't want those guys blitzing. You know, you don't right. want Jamie Collins. You don't want Kyle Van Noy or Hightower if Hightower can go. You don't want those guys coming after you. You want to force them into coverage. It gives you, you know, your quarterback a much better chance of remaining upright. So, you know, that's where a guy like Herndon comes in, you know, Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield, Montgomery. You know, if they can get those guys into the pattern, then obviously it's one less weapon the Patriots get to bring to bear you know, I think that that'll be a big key that I for the Jets on their perspective. Um, you know, they they want to get Bell or Montgomery, you know, being covered by guys like Bentley or a Landon Roberts because right. that you know that's a mismatch for them, and you know it, it all comes down to you know matchups. So yep. it's going to be a good one. I think this is going to be a really good game. I you know the the games in the Meadowlands are always seem to be much closer than the ones in Foxborough. Yeah, they they do. The the Jets fans really get up for this just the way the um the uh the Jets do when when they come to town or um or the the Patriots are going in down there. Uh it, it's really a 12th man situation. You you're not going to see a lot of Patriots fans in the uh in the stands the way uh you did a week ago with Dallas. I mean that 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 entire joint was filled with with Cowboys fans. Um, that we're all making a pilgrimage to, you know, go to New York for the week or whatever and make a week out of it, take their wife to Broadway or whatever, and they go to the game. Yeah, I, I don't see that this week. Um, it, it, it is always closer down there, but I don't think it's going to be too, too close. Um, I, I, I believe in this defense. Uh, nobody is going to shake me from that, uh, and I'm predicting that the Patriots win this game 27 to uh 15. Oh, I like your uh, prediction better than mine. I predicted that, uh, <laughs> you know, and the one thing that we uh, we haven't mentioned yet is they haven't been Watson, you know, back. Uh, and I think he, he should play a nice role this week. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. he's going to go off and, you know, 110 no. yards or anything like that. But having a viable target at tight end that can stretch the seams a bit just like we talked about with Herndon, it yep. goes a long way of loosening up those safeties. And they they can't just discount Watson and, and let him get covered by a tight end. Because even though he's 38, Ben still runs really well. I watched him all yep. summer. He still runs well. I mean, he doesn't look like a guy who's a 38-year-old tight end. No. You know, I mean. No. Whatever you, he you got look suspended at, for is working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, he's always looked like that. I mean, yeah, he has. He, he's, he's always been that player. 
and I'm sure that'll be the 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 narrative uh, from from Jets fandom on yeah. social media during the game. Well, you know, steroid Patriots because nobody else has ever been busted for steroids um, or performance enhancing drugs. Uh, but no, you're you're absolutely right. He's somebody that that can go out here and and put up. 28 to 40 yards and maybe get a score on on so he's another nice uh red zone target not another but he is a red zone target because tom doesn't yeah. really have many right now hence the reason he's jumping over freaking lines and and handing the ball off down on the one so often and not just taking um taking touchdowns because there, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of option that's happening right now down at the goal line for him and uh this is definitely Brandon one Bolden. that that yeah Brandon Bolden thank you very much <laughs> um, got to get in there yep we got it in it's a it's a record every single episode we've ever done Brandon <laughs> Bolden has been mentioned <laughs> hey I mean uh, you know uh, Brandon Bolden's played a big role the last four he sure four has weeks. man he sure yeah. has extend him now extend him now <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, you know, you, you just gotta love him. So um, I'm looking for Brandon Bolden to actually get some uh, touches down around the goal line this week. So we'll see if he puts another one in. That's but it. Uh, but no, That's I have great. the Patriots winning this 23-13. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. The Jets, like I said, they always play the Patriots tough in the Meadowlands. Yep, those games are always close, and um, I think this one will be close until the end. I, I look for the defense to you know, get another big turnover or something where, you know, they pull away at the end. But I, I think it's going to be a really good game. And, uh, you know, I'm sure the the uh, TV cameras will be showing Fire Marshal Bill because I saw him on su- Sunday. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, I'm glad he's back. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets need something to, to cheer. The Jets fans need something to cheer about. And it's their own fan. It's their, their counterparts. And uh, the fire marshal there is is uh, fireman is 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 you know he's he's a character that that the NFL needs you know he's he's like the 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 Viking out there in Minnesota or, <laughs> yeah. you know whoever that that guy looks like a Viking doesn't he I mean yeah doesn't he I, I want to know what he yeah. does for a living he's probably a fur trapper up in the you know upper <laughs> areas of Minnesota actually I heard he's a welder I don't know I got to ask her we'll we'll find <laughs> yeah. out I don't know if he, you know, they, they they never paid him. You know that they didn't pay him. They used to just you know um, give him free tickets. And and really, you know, yeah. I guess a couple of years ago he started to ask to get paid, and they said no, fuck you. <laughs> well, I know that yeah, um, the guys from the Enzo Militia, you know, um, they they were pretty much the same way for the Patriots because I I know yep. one of the guys real well. He's he used to live in our, our town right here. And, uh, you know, um, no yeah, yeah. And, uh, I didn't know that. yeah, they, uh, the same thing. And I guess, um, you know, um, cause I asked them, I was like, why don't they ever bring you guys down to the Super Bowl? And they said, well, the NFL, they, you know, they were all leery about us bringing guns into the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh God, really? Yeah. Really? And I was like, well, if you're going to shoot a musket at somebody, well, then uh, I don't think you're much of a terrorist, but yeah. Right. <laughs> but, hey, you know, it is what it is. But Hold right there while I reload, and I'll be back yeah. in five minutes. 
<laughs> yeah, make sure the powder isn't wet, you know. Yep, that's it. Keep your powder dry. All right, man, so let's put a bow on this one. It's our second episode of the week. We're really enjoying doing this, and this has been a lot of fun. We get to focus on, on you know, last week's game on, on Tuesday, and then we come back and we fill you guys in, and, and you listen to the show, and then you don't click on our articles. So if you... <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah. go point and click and download and all that fun stuff. Steve, take us out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, for myself, Steve Balstrey, Thomas Murphy, all of us here at One Patriot Place, we want to thank everyone for listening. We'll be back on Monday or Tuesday and we'll recap. Oh, well, I guess it'll have to be Tuesday next week. Yeah, because uh, they're playing Monday night. So we'll be back on Tuesday um, with a, another exciting adventure of what's going on with the Patriots. And we'll have a recap of this Jets game and um, we'll, we'll see you guys then. We want to thank everyone from WBLZ ironic radio. And of course our buds over at full press coverage.com for myself, Steve Balistrieri, Thomas Murphy, have a great week. How about those Patriots? <laughs>